Welcome, everybody. It's your buddy, Gavin, filibuster freestyle. Going to do an old school, short, sweet filibuster about something going on in the world. We're talking with the Final Four, the Elite Eight, and why Gonzaga, if they're ever going to win a national title and get all the way over the hump, 2023 looks like it's the year to do it. Here comes the theme song, and we'll get into why this has got to be Gonzaga's year. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. All right, before we get into the final four and really the Elite Eight, because that's where we're at, uh, i got to tell you about my friends at Pop Sketch Designs. Pop Sketch Designs has all the gear you need, customized T-shirts on demand. You need 50 of them. Five zero, you can get 50 of them. You need 15 of them, one five, you can do that too. You want one for yourself, maybe a onesie for your kid, you can also do that. Go to at Pop Sketch Designs, follow them on Instagram, or you can go to their Etsy store, etsy.com slash shop slash Pop Sketch Designs. All the different designs, sports, pop culture, music, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, politics even. All of it's there, Pop Sketch Designs, and again, you can get it custom delivered to your door, free shipping. Doesn't matter if you order 500 of them or one of them or anywhere in between, Pop Sketch Designs has got you covered. Let's get into the final four because, by the way, we've got a special collab between Drilling Threes, at Drilling Threes on Instagram, Pop Sketch Designs, we just mentioned, and the Filibuster Freestyle for the final four. So make sure you keep tabs on. The Filibuster Freestyle's Instagram feed at Filibuster Freestyle or at Drilling Threes or at Pop Sketch Designs. All right, so why does this need to be Gonzaga's year when it seems like every year is Gonzaga's year, but every year they come up just short of doing what has been improbable? They've been running this league, the West Coast Conference, for at least 20 years now. They've gone from complete Cinderella to the ultimate mid-major program. And now, really, they're a major program, and they've been so good and so dominant that they've even kind of dragged their conference, the West Coast Conference, into being a multi-bid league with St. Mary's especially becoming a really good mid-major program, able to get at-large bids in the years when they don't win their league tournament and Gonzaga does. And Gonzaga is always pretty much an at-large bid when they don't win their league too. So Gonzaga has been the model. But right around the time of COVID, call it 19, 2020 was canceled obviously, but 2019, 2021, maybe even last year a little bit, Gonzaga has made it to the Final Four. They finally cracked that code. They've made it to the national championship game, I believe. Couldn't quite get it done. And why is this the year, even though they're a three seed this year instead of a two seed or a one seed? Because this is the year where there are zero one seeds remaining in the Elite Eight. Literally no number one seeds left. The last two last last night. I can recap it for you if you'd like. Houston went down big to Miami, 89-75. And then Alabama gets rushed out of the building in the second half by San Diego State. San Diego State was down, I believe, like 15, 16, 17 points in the first half, ends up winning by seven. And again, Miami with Jim Laranega, who knows a thing or two about Cinderella stories with George Mason back in, I think, 05, 06. Um, 
it was either 05 or 06, not the 05, 06 season, unless it happened to be, whatever. Anyway, both number ones are out. So there are no more number ones. So what are we looking at right now? We're looking at number nine seed Florida Atlantic is going to play number three seed Kansas State. Number six seed Creighton is going to play number five seed, the aforementioned San Diego State. Number five Miami, who we just mentioned, is going to play number two Texas. And that leaves number four UConn to play number three Gonzaga. Gonzaga, Gonzaga, tomato, tomato, but you get it. So why is this the year? Again, the number ones are gone, but Gonzaga's a three. We've got a three in Kansas State. We've got a two in Texas. We've got a four in UConn. I mean, arguably the best game, the highest, the two highest seeds remaining to play each other in the Elite Eight are UConn and Gonzaga. I'll get into that in a minute. But if Gonzaga gets by UConn, I just like their pedigree the best of having been there before. Number one, they've got Drew Timmy, who is the classic. Feels like he's been there for nine years, senior, senior, super senior, COVID year, senior, senior. And Drew Timmy, he's been in the Final Four before. I believe he's been in the championship game before. Some of those teammates probably have too. Thing about Gonzaga is they've always run up against a buzzsaw in terms of a Duke or somebody like that, who's just, or a Baylor. I believe they were in the, the championship game against Baylor a couple years ago. And Baylor was just, I mean, Baylor had the athletes. They had so many great athletes. And as good and as solid and athletic of a team as Gonzaga had, Baylor was just a little bit longer and quicker and stronger and better and deeper in all those ways that year they were a dominant number one seed and as dominant as Gonzaga was they ran into a buzzsaw this year there are no buzzsaws left everybody who was money in a major conference all season is pretty much by the wayside now I guess you could look at Texas as a two seed but Florida Atlantic playing Kansas State that game's a crapshoot Creighton San Diego State that game's a crapshoot Miami Texas that game is potentially a crapshoot because of how well Miami's playing. But honestly, I have to say two of the teams that are probably playing amongst the best are UConn, who are playing Gonzaga. Now, UConn is an old-school blue blood. They've won a couple national titles at least. They left the Big East for football reasons to go to the American Athletic Conference. They realized that UConn is not a football school. They are a basketball school, including women's and men's. They went back to the Big East. Their football is languishing as an independent. They do not care, and here's why. Because they're in the Elite Eight. they got a chance to go to the Final Four. They've got a chance to win, win that game. They've got a chance to win the whole damn thing, and they've done it before. So this Gonzaga-UConn game is really the two programs that I think we would have the most faith in historically to get to the Final Four, remaining in the tournament. So the winner of that game I think is a leg up in terms of getting to the Final Four, and feeling like they're not just happy to be there, that they're there for unfinished business. Both teams incredibly well coached, et cetera, et cetera. Um, again, if you're going straight by the seed, Texas probably has the most talent. you got to like Miami, though. you got to like Miami, and they're playing well. you got to like Jim Laranega. I don't know if it's going to happen. But, again, if we get to a point where Gonzaga gets by UConn, it's kind of theirs to lose. And, again, any of these teams – Thinking about who's ever won a national championship in men's basketball before. I did not look this up, but I know for a fact Florida Atlantic never has. Kansas State, if they did, it was back in like the 50s or something. I don't think they have. UConn has. 
Gonzaga's been close. Creighton, again, they are a great basketball program. They do 20, 21,000 a night there for fans in Omaha, Nebraska. They're in the Big East now, but I don't think Creighton's ever won a national championship. And, if, and again, if they did, it's like Kansas State. It was eons ago. San Diego State, I believe this is their first Elite Eight in the history of the school. Miami, literally a school that had football and didn't have basketball back in the 80s. And then they obviously rectified that. But Miami's coach has the alligator blood. Laranega has been there before. He's done an unbelievable job. That is very possible. And then Texas, I don't think Texas ever won one either. Now, Texas obviously has the best of the best of the best of the best at everything they do. Miami's a big-time program with a big-time coach. ACC program, so they've been battle-tested. Creighton and UConn are both Big East teams. San Diego State's a Mountain West team, rumored maybe be heading to the Pac-12. Florida Atlantic out of, I think they're in the American now. I have no idea what conference they're in anymore. And then obviously Kansas State in the Big 12. I go on and on and on, but I'm pretty sure without any internet research that none of these teams besides UConn has ever won a national title before. And besides UConn, who Gonzaga is playing next in the Elite Eight, besides UConn, Gonzaga is the most experienced, most successful program in this field remaining over the last 20 years, over the last 10 years, over the last five years. So I'm not saying they're going to win the whole thing, but I wouldn't be shocked if, ironically, this was the year they did it when they were under the radar. Because if you remember, back in the late 90s when they first made the Sweet 16 and really started crashing the party of what will become the greatest mid-major success story of all time, they did it under the radar. And then when they would have expectations, they wouldn't do necessarily well in the tournament. And then they got to a place where they were a superpower, and they pretty much always won a few games. But the bottom line is, when Gonzaga is under the radar, but when they are dangerous and have experience, that's when they jump to the next level and shock the world. So I'm going to go all in on, if they get by UConn, they are winning the whole thing. You heard it here first. Filibuster Freestyle, subscribe, rate, review, wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Good Pods, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, and SoundCloud. Thanks for listening.